Welcome to the Thinking Finance podcast. The following podcast will feature opinions and comments on financial markets and instruments. Nothing in the podcast should be taken as direct financial advice. Financial advice should only be taken after all individual circumstances have been considered. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the last episode of Series 1 of Thinking Finance. We're on episode 12. I'm your host and independent financial advisor from Lancashire, England, Ashley King. I can't actually believe that we are at this stage, but here we are, last episode of the first series. It's absolutely flown, especially this second half. Again, thank you everyone who's been listening regularly. Uh, I've had loads of support, loads of good comments, loads of feedback, and hopefully when I do go on to do a second series, I can use that feedback and uh, present something that's improving all the time for you guys. But yeah, here we are with the end of the first series. This is going to be the last core episode, and then next week I'll just be doing a little much shorter episode of a bit of a recap uh, to, to just discuss what I've spoke about across the whole 12 episodes. But... Uh, here we are, last episode, and today we're talking about money and mental health. Now, usually I do a core finance topic and then a uh, an off-topic uh, part, part of the show, as most people will know. But uh, this week, I think money and mental health and, and mental health in general will kind of feed in together and I don't really need to do two distinct parts, but rather just talk about it as one and and this is the episode that was pretty much always planning on on finishing the first series with anybody who's listened to my uh, kind of introductory episodes the short 15 minutes one before uh, I actually recorded any of the main episodes of uh, of thinking finance will know one of the reasons I've got into this is is because to to promote financial well-being and and you know people to to think about money a little bit differently, especially in younger people. I mean, the podcast is for everyone uh, and, and, and anyone, but but certainly I know a lot of listeners are, are quite young and I, I'd like, you know, people to take control of the finances and, and, you know, start thinking about them in a more positive manner, you know, have a plan in, in, in mind. And, and just just understand what what you've got and mental health plays a big big part of this um so so i'm go- going to talk about that today now one thing that i do want to do is talk about you know a range of emotions and not just you know feeling f- feeling down with, with i mean last episode was about debt <laughs> the cheery topic of debt I, I was talking about the different kinds and how easy it is to get into it, uh, how easy it is to, to, to get credit and, and, and you know, overdrafts, etc. And I don't want to just focus on that. And I, I've listened to other shows, other podcasts and, and things that have, have discussed debt and, and, and mental health. And mo- most people, when they talk about finance and mental health they just zoom in on on debt certainly um the uh, the money mental health service which is, is is very good and i was reading up things uh on its website over the last few days 
as I uh, as I, as I prepped for uh, this episode. But certainly, it just seemed all focused on debt. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to to say you're struggling with debt, so you feel sad. You know, you, or I've. I'm behind on my credit card. I feel shit about it. It's it, you know it's that that that's too easy to say. And you know everybody, you, you could spend hours and hours talking about that, and probably not make a point that that that's that's new or fresh to anyone. You know, it goes without saying. If you're in debt, you know generally you're gonna feel bad about it. There are exceptions to it. Some people, you know, aren't, aren't bothered. Um, and I know a tale of uh, two two local lads, and I've never had it confirmed or or denied this this story. Um, but a, a couple of lads, I know one of them fairly well. They they were emigrating to another com- uh, country. The the brothers, these lads, and I, I was told by somebody who, who I know quite well, who who knows one of the lads, that they decided before they emigrated the country take out loads of debt, loads of credit cards and loans, max them all out, buy, buy brand new stuff and emigrate and fire off, which without <laughs> without signing condescending, I don't think that's probably the greatest idea. Now, I'm not certain how true it is. I, I'd asked one of my friends who, who was closer with them about it and he said I'd not heard anything like that. And uh, <laughs> given one of the lads has now come back to England, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if there was a any truth in it in the end but that would have been an example of people taking out debt who uh, were with little effect on the the mental health or or, or or so on the face of it but yeah i don't want to just get stuck into talking about that you know you're in debt you you're likely going to feel crap about it by going on a spending spree if you don't think you're going to have to pay it back but you know there's other things uh, t- to talk about as well and then the biggest, uh, the biggest thing I was thinking about as as as, as I was writing up my notes and uh, my mood board for this episode, is actually talking about how you feel as a person when things are going well um, with your finances. Let's say, for example, you 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 you've got a decent job. You you earn enough money to live the life that you're happy with or comfortable with at this time, uh, your rent, uh, your, your bills are, or your mortgage are all affordable and you've still got a nice little nest egg at, at the end of the month to save a little bit of money and and go out and do what you want. You know, you've got enough for your discretionary expenditure, your, your non-essential expenditure. And uh, I, was, I was wondering, you know, how, how you feel, I mean... I've been fortunate enough to be in that situation. I I am currently not that you can really spend anything uh, on on on, uh, sp- uh, on anything that you do normally. I certainly can't spend half my wage in the pub at the moment. Um, but but certainly over the last few years, I've been I, I I've been in a, a situation where I've been able to save money, and 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 as well spend what I want to really. To 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 live. You know the kind of lifestyle that that makes me happy uh, at the, at this time, and you know that's not to say I've not had had bumps in the road or anything, but because definitely haven't so so would anyone, 
But I was trying to think, how, how do you feel when things are generally going well? You know, you've got your head screwed on, you know what you're spending, you know what's coming in, you know what's going out, and, and that's enough to make you happy. And I was trying to think, how, how do you feel? And I, it, it's strange because I, I, I think you don't really feel anything. So, you know, when we're saying if you're skint all the time or you're struggling with money, you're probably going to feel down, you're going to feel frustrated, upset, worried. Um, I know when I've, uh, I, I spoke uh, in the last episode about my struggles with an overdraft. Certainly, I know when um, when I was maxed out on overdraft um, at university and, uh, and, and with little money to last me for the rest of the month, until I got paid again, certainly I know how I felt. You know, my chest used to be tight. I'd, I'd be always up up all night thinking about money, worrying, you know, tossing and turning, feeling crap, and 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 I was thinking, so surely, on the flip side of that, if you don't have that worry, if you 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 know you're comfortable, you're not in debt, you've got maybe a little nest egg or, you know, at least some savings, and and, and you've no pressing liabilities. Surely you should feel really good about it, or great, or you know, top of the world. And I and I was thinking it's not really as simple as that. It's not really the case. You kind of you don't feel anything. I don't think. Um, and and certainly I'd like to hear other people's thoughts about that. Um, I I was I was, I was talking to um, a friend who who are not really. I've seen him out and about on on nights out um, in 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 town and whatnot when um, when we were allowed out back in the day. You know, I've seen him at the bar in various pubs and whatnot, and spoke to him uh, sporadically. But a lad I went to school with, uh, he he actually messaged me a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, saying well done on the podcast and really enjoying it, and you know, asked me a couple of questions. Uh, and there's a lad I've not seen since school and he, he, he was saying, yeah, it was interesting what you were saying in the early episodes um, about how, you know, you feel and whatnot. And he said, you know, I've never really took a step back and, and thought about it. I've always thought, you know, I'm earning good money. I've got a decent job um, and, 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 and not really thought about it. But he said, actually, you know, I'm sitting back now thinking, well, I've got a decent amount of money saved in the bank. Um, I'm quite proud of myself. And, and I said, good on you. Yeah, really, really good. That's that. That's brilliant. You know, and you should reward yourself for that. And uh, and on the flip side, I don't think you should always punish yourself if if you're not particularly happy with where you are with with money. But yeah, you know, that was nice to hear. It was funny uh, that 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 particular lad. <laughs> I, I remember I had a fight with him at school once actually, and I didn't win it either. Uh, he gave me a clip round the ear. Uh, and before I could do anything, he'd give me another one, and then the teacher had split it up. Uh, but it was nice to hear from him, you know, somewhat 10 years later, a lot more, 15 years later since he did that. Um, and, and it's good that he's, he's doing well. But yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting because he'd said, you know, I hadn't really thought about it, and that's what, in his message, kind of resonated with me. I hadn't really thought about it until I listened to your podcast. And that, that's the best thing for me. Because it it's what I've set out to do. I want people to to consider the situations, you know, uh, feel good about themselves, or at least just understand where they are, or uh, and everything that they've got, what what products they've got, and how how different things work. 
But certainly, I think that's a big thing. You know, when things are going good, I I, I think that people, the, the expectation is that things, are, you know, that's how it should be. Uh, I think people, rather than rewarding themselves, saying, yeah, oh, well, you know, I've, I'm down to me. I've not got much balance on my credit card. You know, I've, I've no pressing liabilities there. Uh, I don't have a loan or something, or I've paid my car finance off. You know, rather than people thinking, um, you know, well done to myself and giving yourself a pat on the back, I, I, I think people don't really reward themselves because they think that's the way it is. And it's certainly not not the case. And I think more people should get, give themselves credit. Um, so, you know, the population of the United Kingdom is 67 million people. Um, or, or it was at the last time of official stats being published. I think that was start of 2020. Uh, I don't know how the, uh, the the pandemics affected those numbers. But as I say, it's around 67 million. Now, I was reading online uh, when I was doing the research for my debt episode that 27 million adults uh, have some form of debt and it's, probably, it's, and it's an average of about 10K per person. Now... A lot of, and, and this is non-mortgage related debt, by the way. Um, now, now, some people obviously skew that number. Some people might be 40, 50 grand in debt with personal loans, etc. And some people maybe only one or two grand on a credit card or somewhere in between. But the average was 27 million adults were entering 2020 um, with, with an average of 10 grand debt each. Now, that's probably higher going into 2021 and I'm certain that if there is any research or studies uh, published around that, you know, it wouldn't be published at the start of the year. Um, I, I'd imagine that's higher simply because of the pandemic. So when what I'm trying to say there is when people uh, don't don't feel you know excessively happy or proud of themselves, you know, when they are in a good financial situation. Um, because they probably think that that's the way they should be. And, you know, you don't reward um, an expected behaviour. Then I think I think people should probably give themselves a bit more credit, because you'd see you know twenty seven million adults in at least ten grand debt. If you're not one of them, you know you're in the minority. You're doing well for yourself, and you should feel proud. Certainly now. That- I'm not slagging off or saying anybody who is in debt needs to beat themselves up because there's so many pitfalls and I will talk about that uh, shortly but I do think that controlling your finances um, is something to be applauded and not you know something to be expected. It's, it's certainly, it's a minefield, there's not enough education out there and people can, can be put into you know bad places you know, just through lack of understanding, and 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 it's stupid because you know at high school and I'm 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 not calling the education system or, or or anything as such, but you know in 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 general life, I've never had to understand or use trigonometry. I've never had to understand gravitational pull. Um, you know, chemistry. I did I did something to do with giving potatoes, isotonic energy drinks. That that's never come up in my life since having that lesson when I were age fourteen. 
However, I didn't have any lessons on debt, overdrafts, credit cards. Uh, I didn't know what a debit card is or a credit card. Didn't know the difference. I've never had a lesson on tax or understanding how I would, how I'd get taxed as I grew up. Nothing like that. And and they're the things that have been a lot more relevant in my life than, than like I said, trigonometry or. Feel bad though picking on just trigonometry, but um, you know a lot a lot of things that I was taught that have never become relevant in life. Now I understand, you know, you need to learn those things because it's it's uh, understanding how things work, giving yourself you know a baseline of education on a broad s- spectrum of things, and then you can decide what to go into or you know what to go for, what interests you and whatnot. I completely understand, and I'm not saying get rid of the isotonic potato uh, experiment at school or or uh, my favorite you know trigonometry I'm not saying stop uh, stop teaching that but certainly there needs to be more awareness around things that are definitely going to come up in life you know you may use certain parts of science physics or or you may need to know certain parts of literature depending on what you do as you get older or how your education takes you one thing's for almost certain you know probably 99% plus of people are going to pay tax in their lifetime are going to have a bank account are going to have some form of debt there needs to be something more around that you know because they're they're certainties for most people you walk into a room of people age let's say your 15 year school reunion room of people who are 31 if you ask the amount of people in that room who um, let's find an obscure uh, 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 have had to do anything to do with tectonic plates through uh, geography geology um, I, I don't think you'd get many hands up who've had to do anything to do with tectonic plates outside of maybe a question on the chase but if you ask the people in that room to put their hands up who's had a credit card, I think you're going to see a lot more. Now, if you ask the same question, who knew anything about it before, you know, before actually having one, I've, you know, the difference in education, it's certainly skewed towards the more academic subjects rather than those life ones. Um, and, and, and certainly... You, you, you hear things about people, you know, not having the life skills, coming out of school, academically smart but not street smart. And certainly I think that that's, that's relevant when, uh, when, you talk about, when you talk about money. Uh, but that's, that, that's my, my opinion. People might disagree. Um, and, I, you know, I know people who, who have the opinion that it's your own responsibility to educate yourself, and 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 currently it is. Uh, it's as simple as that. It is your own responsibility to to educate yourself because there is nothing out there. Um, well, well, th- there's resources obviously, such as a a really good podcast called Thinking Finance. <laughs> but but you know it's up to you. The onus is on you these days to go out and you know learn about these things, understand them, and. I think there should probably be more more encouragement or more help around that at an earlier age. 
I do remember I did some sort of money training course when I was at high school, um, only about age 15. Now that's, I'm not going to tell it, uh, lie to anyone and say, yeah, I was interested in money at a young age, become a child prodigy, you know, I was always, I was born to be a financial advisor because it, it wasn't the case, it was just by chance I got selected to uh, to go on this course. Um, I, I think it was because I was a prefect. Um, surprisingly, I wasn't a particularly good prefect. Uh, if <laughs> as my uh, earlier fight may um, may indicate, but yeah, I did this money advice course, and it was literally, um, you know, I'm trying to remember what what was on it, and and certainly when it expanded a little bit, um, two two pupils in in my class had to write two stories, one about somebody who was good with money, and so one one about someone who was who was bad at money and one of them was uh, a footballer who got in debt um, and, and one of them was about a pop singer who was good at money who was touring the world and sending a mum a postcard or something whereas the footballer was eating at nice restaurants and splashing the cash etc probably probably very stereotypical on both both regards but then looking back at that all, all the lesson was, if you get in debt and spend all your money, you'll feel bad, and if you save some money, you'll feel good. What, 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 what on earth is that teaching kids? What, you know, it, it's it, it it's just not realistic and not. Th- there's no lesson there, and there's no no understanding encouraged, and and certainly when people get older, you know. No one's going to draw off that, and I doubt anyone really read it at school anyway. I was in the class, you know, with the people who wrote it, and I, I, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, you know, it's it 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 is that, and I'm going to talk a little bit about debt and how it makes you feel now. No, I don't. It, it like I said, there's no point just sit me sitting back and going, you know, debt makes you feel shit. Everybody knows that. Well done, you, you, your brains are Britain for saying that. <laughs> but it's, I think I think my most interesting part, uh, the, the part I'm most interested in, is people who, you know, the mental state in the in the run up, you know, when when you're getting into debt and you're understanding the problems and it is a lot of little things. I don't think anybody. Um, comes out and goes right I'm going to buy this for 10 grand on a credit card or with a personal loan and and then all of a sudden is 10 grand in debt and 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 and, and goes from fine to feeling crap within the acceptance of a loan period which is what two days now with m- most banks and 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 it it, it it's the run it, it's the run up to that that's uh that that's interesting for me. The biggest thing for me uh, personally, when I uh, had debt issues at university, etc., was uh, something I would call avoidance syndrome. And I know I, I've seen loads of things about this on Twitter as I was uh, growing up, etc., at 18, 19, 20, which makes me think now that a lot of people were in the same situation as me. Now, last week, I'm not going to go into to depth about it because I spoke a lot about this last week but my key issue was 
my wage didn't really cover my living expenses. And, you know, I, I could have struggled by on it just about, but but certainly um, it it wasn't it wasn't brilliant at university. Um, for all the expenditure I had, you know, it was sometimes a choice between a decent meal and a night out or noodles, uh, a sorry, uh, a rubbish meal and a night out or, or a decent meal and books for my lessons, um, you know, and, and certainly you can imagine which way I chose. But one of the biggest things that I did, uh, were my, my issue, uh, sorry to, I just rumbling around the point there my issue was always extending my overdraft really easy because my wage wasn't covering my living expenses it was really easy for me to 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 ring up the bank or do it online and add an extra hundred quid to my overdraft and that was like 300 quid um or so i thought at the time Uh, and i just kept doing that and doing that and doing that really unhealthy if anybody senior or anyone qualified in money had looked at my account they could have clearly seen that this was not the right thing for me to do now i'm not saying that it wasn't my fault because it was because you know i without blowing my own trumpet it sounds a bit dirty um it i i I was a clever lad i was doing a degree at university i had good a level results i had good gcse results you know how bright i was switched on I knew that an overdraft wasn't wasn't the smartest thing to do, and it would be better not having a minus balance on my bank account twenty four seven. I knew that, but the ease that I was able to obtain this money, you know, made me not really think about it that much. And and this avoidance syndrome that I'm talking about basically comes from you know not realizing the problem or not addressing it. I knew that it weren't healthy at the time. I remember, and you know, I'd speak about it all the time. I was skint. I was thinking, Alma, it's John's twenty-first on Saturday. How am I going to afford that? Uh, I'll borrow a little bit on my credit card, or I'll extend my overdraft by hundred quid. Go out in Manchester. I'll be all right on that, and then I won't do it again. You know, it was not taking responsibility you know i weren't really thinking about the situation i was in i knew i was avoiding thinking about that i was just trying to think about where i want to be which is out with my mates or you know not missing out etc um and 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 one of the biggest things i think it's probably the biggest telltale sign and even in 20s i've had times where where i've done this and been like this and and, you know and even even now probably to some extent is not checking your bank balance how many people listening to this right now can say i don't i you've been in the situation where you say oh i don't want to look at my bank balance so you don't you know you don't look at your bank balance because you know if you look at it and it's lower than where you think it is you're gonna feel shit it's really common and i used to see loads of stuff on twitter of people talking about hiding the bank balance not looking at it and obviously that's not healthy it, it you know it's not and that's not taking ownership of your finances but that just shows you know where, where people's educations are it's it's that you know they don't you don't want to want to look at it now those who acknowledge the situation may you know un put it you know brush it under the carpet not not talk about it 
uh, one, one of my mates, uh, I, di- I, di- I didn't know this either um, until I was talking about the debt episode last week with a few mates on uh, one of the group chats. I mean, um, I-, I went to university with him, that's how I met him. Uh, he's a teacher now, and I was saying just how easy it was to, to extend your overdraft. And I said to him, you know, Did you have that issue at uni? So oh, I did, yeah, of course I did. Said I could extend my overdraft online and I very quickly went all the way down to the maximum, paid it off over summer, etc., and then back in it again as soon as, as, soon as at university, i.e., to, to, to you know be able to live university life the way you want to. And I was talking to him about it, and like I say, I went to uni with, with this lad, and it's clear that he was doing something similar to what I was doing. But then, what I didn't know, and he was telling me, he said, "You know, my cousin had the same, same issue." And me and him used to joke about overdrafts being free money, because it was interest free for two years after finishing, etc. And you know, he told me that it, it it killed his his cousin in the end. Um, I've not gone further into that but you know that that's where it leads to um and 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 that's that's somebody who obviously knew that debt was bad um or or, you know debt sorry that was an incorrect thing to say but you know that debt in the way that that it was being used you know for living expenses etc wasn't the right thing to do you know it was a it was a bad relationship it was toxic that somebody would acknowledge the situation, um, laughed about it a little bit, and still, you know, we ended up in that hole where, where the only way out was, was suicide, and it's a dreadful thing to think about, and certainly with mental health, um, that that that's what is the most pressing for people. Um, it's still now suicide is still the biggest killer. Of uh, male men under the age of forty-five, male men, uh, not male men as in who, who deliver your post. <laughs> I mean, males under the age of forty-five. Biggest killer is suicide, and um, not just to pigeonhole males. I know uh, fe- female mental health is just as important, but um, you know that's that's where where, where we are, um, and 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 certainly money is a massive, massive thing about this. Um, I, I, and again, I don't want to just get into the, you know, the pigeonhole debt is going to put you, uh, you know, make you feel crap. It goes without saying. But what I do want to say is, you know, this the, 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 the telltale signs of the run into it, I think it all comes down to a lack of education and a lack of understanding. But certainly, you don't want to be in that situation where where it is too late. And apologies if you keep hearing pings in the background. Uh, for some reason, I can't mute anything. Uh, whatever that is. But um, yeah, it's it's hard because even though, like like I say in that example, that person understood the situation. They they knew it wasn't idea idea where they were. Probably felt trapped. And there was no way out of it. Um, talking about it was probably a bit of a release why they could joke about it. But very quickly, you know, without understanding the repercussions, that is when you're in the situation where actually then you, 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 you feel like there's no way out. And it's a, it's a dreadful place to be. Um, you know, mental health as a whole, 
Um, and and I'm I'm going to start working away from talking about just money and mental health now, uh, as, as we come towards the back end of the episode. Um, I, it, it it's a it's a hard one mental health to talk about. It's certainly um, it's a buzzword at the moment uh, and has been for probably the last two years. Now I don't necessarily mean that as a bad thing. Um, but but mental health has been very prevalent in, in, in conversations, people talking about it, encouraging people to speak up. That's a great thing. Certainly a lot of uh, publicity has been given around men's mental health and you know encouraging men to speak up rather than um, you know there, there was the man up campaign a few years back where where people were were saying all oh, men should be this should be that and and obviously encouraging people to hide emotions and, and the man up campaign was speaking out against that trying to get blokes to speak and, and and I think all this is brilliant but like I said it is a little bit of a buzzword at the moment and you've got to be be careful with it it's it's easy to blame things on on poor mental health now i really need to tread carefully here because it's a massive thing it is a massive thing mental health and and the more stuff you can do around it the more understanding the more help you can get the more encouraging encouragement people can have to talk about it the better that goes without saying but because it's something that you can't see. It's something that that's intrinsic. It's it, it's something that's you know not exactly provable. Let's say, you know, the tendency can be to to, to blame things on that, um, and and you know, and a lot of times it, it it is the case. But you've got to 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 appreciate mental health i think i think that you you've got to understand the, the, the there's a wide spectrum and certainly um goes back to what i was talking about at the start of the episode when things are going good you don't really sit back and take stock of that um you know if someone has got the shit together in life so to speak you know, they've got their head screwed on, doing what they love to do, etc. And they're all feeling really good. You, you know, you probably don't, if you're in that situation, you probably don't take uh, a, a, a sit back and go, oh, yeah, I'm in a good place at the moment mentally, physically and whatnot. You know, it's, it's more when you are in a bad place, acknowledging that. And I think that's where a lot of work needs to be done, certainly on mental health and money and mental health, like said earlier, rather than just acknowledging when things are bad and just, you know, just considering things then, you know, um, you know, let's say in normal mental health, if you're going through a rough period, not money related, say you you split up with your partner or you've lost somebody close to you and you're, you're feeling really low and really down, things aren't going your way that's that that's obviously like I say you you that, that's when you're at your lowest now I, I don't think when things are going well what what people pe- people don't take a, 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 a step back and not, you know and feel happy about it uh, and and 
it's it's certainly that's where I think discussion needs to be encouraged. People need to be understanding where they are. There's a massive spectrum now. Let's not just talk about when you're in the red either with debt or just with your mental health. Let's talk about it all the time. You know, most people feel somewhere in between. You know, probably not ideal, not exactly where they think they thought they would be at this stage of life, or not ex everything's not exactly going to plan. But then you acknowledge that there's people probably a little bit worse off than you, and you're not doing too bad. And and that's really what what I set out to do with the podcast anyway uh, is under you know increase understanding around certain things certain products you know for example i wanted people to to know what kind of pension they probably have uh, i wanted people to 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 understand the, the different types of life insurance and uh, what options they, they they have in that area but at the same time obviously i wanted to make uh, you, you, that that is sorry i i and i know and i know i'm bumbling a little bit here but uh, trying to make the point around this, you, you know, understanding isn't just avoiding the bad things. It's and 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 it's what we have a tendency to do too much in this in in in, in I think in wider society, everyone always says you know bad news sells and and you read newspapers etc. Well, not many people read newspapers anymore, but read the news go on, uh, listen to it on the radio, etc. It's always quite negative now. And it's, I don't think that it's just the current situation that, uh, that encourages that. Let's, you know, thinking back, even before the pandemic, you know, Brexit, etc. Before that, there were, there were, there were, you know, there's always a bad story to tell. Uh, and always, uh, and, and and I think that that's where it it kind of relates back to what we're talking about today. Is you know you you more zoned in on the negatives, and I think that's that that's pushed through wider society. Um, just to go go a little bit back, I meant to bring this up earlier. When you do your financial advisor exams. Uh, when, when when I was training to be an advisor, uh, one of the things that you talk about and you've got to learn about is the kind of psychology of um, investors, you know, people investing. And it always, it, one of the big things, and there was a lot of studies around it, and you had to cite it in a couple of exams, etc., was that people will always, or nearly always, feel worse when they lose money than they do feel better when they gain money so for example if you if you try if if there was a happy or sad meter if you told somebody that they'd made 10 grand the amount of happiness they would feel is less than the amount of sadness they'd feel if you told them they'd lost 5 grand they'd you know they and 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 that goes back to people focusing on the negatives like I said, with the podcast and, and, and this, and it's it's fitting that this is the last episode, it's all I wanted to do was you know promote a bit of understanding, talk about something I'm passionate about, but hopefully you know promote people thinking about what they've got more, understanding products, what's out there, what you can, what you can't do, what you should, what you you know you shouldn't be doing. 
that understanding taking a grasp of your financial situation can only be a good thing if you understand what you've got where you are what your current trajectory is you you know you, you you've got more control over changing that or or being ready for any ripples in the road it it it, it it's it sounds common sense when you just say it, but like I said, that avert, you know, aversion syndrome, you know, trying to avoid uh, taking ownership and, and looking at it, it's it's really common because, and and I think that's because there's a lack of understanding. People don't like talking about things they don't understand. Certainly, what 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 don't don't I understand? I'm not very good with. Uh, motor cars or or, or motorbikes, anything to do. With, with, with engineering and stuff like that and and say my father-in-law is quite into that and when when i have been talk when i'm talking with him and say watching top gear or something on a on a rerun he, he'll you know explain things and talk a lot about it but i'm not greatly comfortable talking about that because i don't know anything about it and, I, and you know and i like having a conversation where where i can you know answer back offer a bit of insight it's the same with money. You know, if you're telling somebody about it or, or explaining things who don't doesn't really understand it, they probably feel the same. And I think that it's it's the important thing is changing that attitude, you know, within reason. So if you know if somebody's talking to me in the pub about the ballet, I'm I'm probably not that interested and I probably don't really want to learn about it. When I'm talking to a father-in-law about Top Gear and cars, yeah, I drive a car. I don't mind. I'm quite interested, uh, and, and and you know, and I'm keen to learn about that. And I'm you know, I try and promote that that behaviour in other aspects of my life. You know, if I don't know something, you'll know, try and learn a bit more about it just to have an understanding. With money, I think that's paramount that people you know should be encouraged to do that because all right, motor cars or ballet or what whatever else swimming might not come up in your life and it might not be relevant to you and you, you, you probably don't need to understand it. But money is is definitely part of everybody's life and people do need that kind of understanding. Again, I keep going back to it and saying, you know, it's what I wanted to do with this, this podcast and certainly my recap episode next week when, when I'm talking about what we spoke about um, over the, the previous 12 episodes and where we are currently, I'm going to talk a lot about that you know w- what I've been trying to do with with uh, with the podcast you know increase awareness and, and certainly series one was kind of building up a bit of a library of information. Now the, the, there's been there's been certainly curveballs etc and different things that have come around as 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 I've progressed with it, but certainly I I I wouldn't expect to be in this situation where I am now. Um, what three months ago when when we started maybe four months ago now but yeah so just a, a quick recap of what 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 i think the key takeaways are is you know taking control of your finances and understanding where you are currently understanding where you want to be that's a big thing you know you might say well i'm not happy with my financial situation and then if somebody says to you okay what 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 do you want Outside of people saying I want a lot of money, you probably don't don't really appreciate understand what you want. You know you need to sit back and have a think. What is it? 
do you want to be able to go out every night of the week? So to do that, do you need to reduce your bills? Or do you want to have a lump sum to pay for your kid to go to university? So do you need to be putting away a set amount each month? Understanding your goals and where you want to be and understanding where you are currently is, you know, that's the first thing you need to do to set yourself up and get a bit of a plan together, you know, and then from on, from then on, it's so much easier to control your finances and understand because, you know, you're working towards something, you, you know what you've got to do. And if you are working towards something, you, you, you're going to not not fall into the trap of this avoidance syndrome. You're going to be, you know, able, you're going to be more interested in, in, in looking at your game plan, looking at where you're up to in regards to your financial plan. And, and certainly that is where you, you want to be because you can, you're considering your full financial situation. Hardly anyone on the planet uh, I, I would say is completely where they want to be in terms of money, mental health, etc. There's always improvements. There's always something else you can do that will make you feel better or, or get you on the, that right track. And I think it's sitting back, looking at where you are and looking where you want to be, taking ownership of your own situation, that's what's going to get you there. I'm going to wrap up there. Uh, I know this episode, because it, it, it's quite, like I said before, it's intrinsic, it's quite woolly, uh, talking about mental health. I, I know I've probably stumbled on, on quite a, uh, a few a few bits again, <laughs> again there, but I want... I want these episodes to feel as natural as possible. If I'd have been talking about mental health and then seriously editing it, you know, pausing, cutting things and just saying, you will feel sad if you have debt. You might not feel happy if you don't. There is something in between. You know, it doesn't feel natural. It's not my style of presenting. People might prefer that and certainly if you would, you know, let me know some things in 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 via Instagram and give me some feedback. I'd, I'd be more than willing to uh, try different things. But you know, I hope people have enjoyed listening to the podcast this series. Uh, like I said, I'm going to do a recap episode next week. So do do tune into that. But yeah, anything you want to hear, any feedback, what you've enjoyed the first series, what you've not enjoyed, let me know. It's only going to make the podcast better for for you for people that listen to it as um i i'm releasing it to, to, to the public sphere it, it's for other people to listen to it's not because i like talking to myself um but thank you again the instagram is at thinking underscore finance that's at thinking underscore finance send me a message share it go back listen to some of the older episodes let me know your thoughts Thanks a lot for the support. I've really enjoyed recording this series. I'm, I'm really proud of, of of how far I've come with it and, and certainly the support, the, uh, the messages that I've been getting. I love it. It's brilliant. Thanks again. Uh, take care and hopefully, uh, like I say, one more, a bit of a recap next week, but then we'll, uh, we'll be on to series two. Thanks a lot. Bye now.